Anaheim Ducks fans. You're listening to Quacked Ice. Get your ducks in a row with Kevin and Jacob. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Quacked Eyes podcast. This is Kevin, your host. And Jacob, once again, is out doing goblet squats for dry land, getting ready for his upcoming season. And he's got to be out there working. That's why he's not in here working with me. But anyways, let's talk about the Anaheim Ducks and what's going on. First things first, let me tell you this. I was planning on to doing a podcast this week about uh, what we were thinking of who the head coaches were going to be. Um, but then Jacob came up to me this week, um, and unfortunately, he's not on the podcast to talk about it because he's the one that mentioned it. But I missed a person playing in the playoffs this week that we should talk about because it's a major one, and that's William Carlson of the Golden Knights. Okay. We all know that William Carlson had a blowout season his first year with the Knights, and most of us Ducks fans were probably a little upset about the fact that the Ducks got that the Ducks traded him. So let's get into it. All right, so Carlson was drafted in 2011 by the Ducks, and he had a chance to get it into the lineup in 2014, but was beaten out by Ricard Raquel, who was also drafted in 2011, a few places ahead of him. Now, both of these guys came in in 2014 playing center, and obviously everybody knows that pays attention to the Anaheim Ducks. Ricard Raquel ultimately won that spot, and in 2015, the Ducks were on a hunt, or 2014-2015 were on the hunt to get into the Stanley Cup and win that sucker again, and big old Bob Murray makes a major trade. And at this time, let's just, there's some places out there, some articles that I've read that people say, oh, this is not Bob Murray's fault. Bob Murray shouldn't be blamed for this particular trade because at the time, with what he had and what he knew, because at that time, I think uh, William Carlson only played maybe eight games or something like that and had two two goals. Let's take a look at it so we actually know. Yeah, so he ended up playing 18 games. He had two goals, one assist. Now, to me, this isn't a great look at him to say, okay, we're going to trade him away. But that's besides the point the Ducks were trying to win a cup. They needed to get somebody. So who do they get? James Wisniewski. Why? Now, this is, this is the thing that I don't understand. Okay, the Ducks had James Wisniewski. Wisniewski. James Wisniewski. They already had him before on the team for two years. And he wasn't really blowing up the world, okay? So he ultimately played like 80 games over two seasons, uh, two and a half seasons. And had, you know, he, obviously he's a defenseman. I know that. But he had four goals. And he was a minus two in those two seasons. Okay, so we're not. I'm I'm looking at these stats right now. Okay, everybody, just go up, go to the NHL. While just do it right now, take a look at it. You can look on on here. And for his career, he was a negative twenty two. Now, 
what I'm just trying to say here is what I was trying to say last week is what the heck is Bob Murray doing as a GM? Obviously, he just cleared out all of his young prospects. And then when the Ducks started to suck, he's like, well, these guys suck. I don't know why they suck. I don't, I don't know. It's not my fault. I didn't do it. And so now they, they're terrible. And he's like, I don't know why, why they suck. I, I, let me figure this out. Let me fire the coach and I'll be the coach because I just don't understand why these guys suck so much. That's my Bob Bob Murray voice. I think that's what Bob Murray sounds like. I've seen interviews with him. That's not what he sounds like. But anyways, all right. So he goes and he decides he's going to be a coach for half a season or whatever to figure out what the heck was going on. Everybody else in the background is going, hey, Bob, you know why we suck right now? It's because you traded all, all, all our young prospects, guy. All of the good ones. Hey, Shay Theodore. Oh, oh, you got rid of them. Brandon Montour, oh, dang it, we got rid of that guy, too. Oh, oh, yeah, William Carlson, dang, I got rid of that guy. Oops. Now, say what you will, I know there's probably uh, people that have been painted the NHL way longer than I have or have some interesting insights and say, oh, no, it can't be Bob's fault. Uh, you know, this is, it happens because you're trying to win a cup, so you try to make some trades to get some people that's going to help you win a cup. Okay, I get that. James Wisniewski? What? Why? Why are we going to bring in James Wisniewski? Oh, 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 he he played 80 games in a year and a half with us, and uh, oh, he was a minus two. Let's get that guy. He's going to help us out. And, and, and guess what, too? James Wisniewski didn't play for the Ducks the next season. So you got rid of a young once again, a young player that maybe has some upside that you you ended up drafting early, and uh, you gave him away. But hey, it's okay because the Ducks traded, you know, uh, him to traded uh, Carlson to the Blue Jackets, right? And he didn't blow it up there. But then uh, the year that they traded him over to, or didn't trade him the Knights, they um, let him go in the expansion draft. And that year he played 82 games and only had, uh, what, 43 goals? Somewhere maybe 80 points, somewhere around in there. He was doing okay. Now, to the Ducks' credit, okay, he hasn't had a season like that since. He is a, a scorer of, you know, 10, 15 goals per season, somewhere around in there. Averaging about that. No, oh, we, we don't need that guy. Ah, we don't need a guy that's a, a plus player in his career. Oh, he's a, a plus 101? Oh, what was that? Oh, but yeah, and we have nothing for him. That is the problem. We made horrific trades. I know this is just beating a dead horse here. I... I I completely understand that, and I can go on and on. I am such a Bob Murray hater. I've been a hater of Bob Murray for many, many, many years before he ended up uh, leading, leaving unceremoniously as the Ducks GM. I'm just hoping, just hoping that somehow, some way, Pat Verbeek can see the errors of Bob Murray's way and can bring in somebody or just bring in people 
scouts and whatever that can help these young players. I'm just going to go off on a quick tangent here. Just, maybe it's not even a tangent. It's about the same thing. But let's talk about Trevor Zegers real quick. And we know that Trevor, Trevor Zegers needs some serious help when it comes into the defensive zone prospect. Okay. Now, he's had a couple years, and he's struggling. He's He likes to score goals. He likes to score the ones that are all fancy, but he doesn't like to play defense right now. Now, if it was in Bob Murray's world, Bob Murray would have probably dumped him already and said, hey, look, we don't want this guy. He doesn't play defense, so we're going to trade him away for him for somebody that played for us 10 years ago and sucked in, but he'll be better now. But, you know, we just as now that we have Pat Verbeek, let's see Pat Verbeek come in. And this next week, we're going to be talking about coaches. Maybe we can find a coach who can actually fix that problem, talk to these guys, get them ready to go. Let's do it. Let's get her done. Let's bring up these young guys. I, you know, there's a few guys, you know, including Olin Zellweger, where we're not exactly sure they're ready to come up, but they're getting there. I mean, these guys are looking good. But this is where the Ducks were seven to ten years ago, where all we heard was the Ducks got great prospects. The Ducks got great prospects. And in the chance of trying to win the Cup, which we had many opportunities to do, and we won a lot of uh, Pacific Division banners, but in the meantime, we got rid of a lot of young prospects that could have helped us at this time that we're in right now. And... I don't like to get into the deep weeds of this. I just like to just look at the the high-level view of it, which doesn't look good. Maybe when you get into the details and say, well, we had to do this, we had to do that, that might be the case. But for this podcast, again, I'm blaming it all on Bob Murray. And Pat Verbeek, it's time for him to come in and just change the ways that are going on. All right. That was a quick talk about William Carlson. If we still had him, it would have been amazing. We don't. But anyways, let's move on. I just wanted to make a side note. I was listening to Spit and Chicklets the other day when Charles Barkley was on, and I just wanted to have a moment of talking about what Charles Barkley said about the NHL and their their marketing problems. Excuse me. All right, so on Spit and Chicklets, Charles Barkley said, that the NHL is not on TV enough and said that it doesn't do a good job of promoting its superstars until the playoffs. So in that particular case, I asked the question, does Gary Bettman need to go? let's, Let's go back and do I think that the NHL has a marketing problem? If you listen to what Barkley says is that the basketball the NBA is on TV like five days a week. And so there's a lot of, a lot of times and places to be able to watch basketball. But the NHL, on the other hand, makes it very difficult to watch any, uh, any games at all. One, the blackout rules. And I'm just going to say this. I'm not familiar with NBA blackout rules. I don't know if they're, they have those too. But guess what? We have them here, and they suck. It is the stupidest thing that when the NHL had a center ice package and you wanted to watch the Ducks, 
and you bought the center ice package, guess what? You still couldn't watch the Ducks. How stupid is that? And I know there's so much write up about it, about the blackouts, and everybody hates it. And I don't understand what rule and what place and somebody could write a comment or something that, you know, to explain me what why they think it's okay. I don't think anybody thinks it's okay. Everybody hates the blackout rules. It's the stupidest thing that I've ever seen. I mean, this year, to watch the Ducks, I had to buy Bally Sports. I mean, the the app for it, which was, you know, way more money than I should be spending for stupid Bally Sports. And I know it kind of felt like as the end of the season was coming, the, the ESPN and Hulu, which I have as Hulu, was trying to make it a little easier to watch ESPN and ESPN Plus, which gave us some games, but still doesn't give you the Ducks or the Kings games or whatever that's over here. And by the way, the only time I'd want to watch a Kings game is if they're playing the Ducks, because who wants to watch a Kings game for crying out loud? Sorry for anybody listening that likes the, the Kings, because they suck. Okay, they don't suck. I mean, the Ducks suck worse right now, but hey, I can still bag on them. Because it's my podcast. Either way. So my next question is, does Gary Bettman need to go? Well, I think with all the booze that's out there, most people would say that it is time for Gary Bettman to go. I think that if there any any person that's in control for 30 years, and I don't want to say that Gary Bettman's done a bad job. They brought him in to be the first commissioner of the NHL, and he did, he did a lot of expansion. He did a lot of stuff that was good to bring more attention to the game and has done a lot of stuff. The one thing that I do not like, okay, and I'm going to go on my horse here again, is the fact that why in the world are the Knights and the Kraken now have the ability to come in as an expansion team and make it into the playoffs within the first couple of years of their their season or of their uh, time as a team. I mean, I'm just asking that, you know, I, there's people here that may be listening to this, that are Knights fans. I can't stand the Knights. I think they're an illegitimate team. They were, they were given the chance to pick up players that not any expansion team ever had the opportunity to pick up. And people are going to say, oh, like William Carlson that had never had a season and not a season since that had 43 goals and helped them make it into the playoffs. I don't care, okay? Because people like Shea Theodore, again, and William Carlson and all the other people that they picked up at that time, it is not, they, they, they should, we were never able to get players like that, Okay. And the rest of the expansion teams never got that opportunity. And that was under Gary Bettman. And I don't like the fact that it's like, well, why now? And maybe I should stop thinking about it that way. But I never will. I will never think of the the Knights and also the Kraken as legitimate teams. I, I think that they're illegitimate teams. They're not actually teams that had to work their way up from being uh, just being in the hole and working their way out of it, you know. But let's get back to it. So anyways, I think Gary Bettman has done a pretty good job of 
of helping the league grow. But I also feel like he may be a little out of touch when it comes to today's uh, marketing pl- strategies and, and when it comes to being online and also having you know a bigger presence on, on the TV. Because take, let's take a look at it here. Sports are the only thing out there that is live anymore or you have to watch it at that certain time. Any other shows are always going to be on, even if they have them, oh, it premieres tonight. That's it. It premieres tonight. You're going to watch it again later. Nobody cares. Nobody's, I know, I, who, who goes out there and is like, oh, I'm missing Grey's Anatomy tonight as the season premiere. Um, they're just going to go, oh, I'm going to go out and I'll watch it tomorrow. Nobody cares. Sports are the only thing that you want to watch live. So there is, there is value in that. And I don't think that Gary Bettman is really understanding. I, mean, I don't want to say he's not understanding. I just don't think he knows how to capture that that market. And I think it would be great to have somebody come in. Anybody that's been in a, in a position for 30 years, it's probably time to step aside, let somebody else younger. I, I know I'm going to get yelled at for being an ageist or whatever they call it. But yeah, I, I think it's time. I think, you know, he's been in there, he's made his money, let him, you know, ride off into the sunset, bring in somebody younger, somebody that might be able to bring more people to the game. It is, you know, when you talk to people that are not NHL fans, they're always going to, you know, oh, it's a small market sport, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that happens all the time. I hear it all the time. Oh, yo, you like hockey? I mean, I'm surrounded in the world of hockey. Everybody that I know and everybody that I hang out with loves hockey. I love hockey. You love hockey. We are hockey fanatics. But when you meet and talk to people that aren't hockey fanatics, and I know a lot of guys that are love sports, love sports, and they'll watch the NHL, but it's the last thing they turn on. You know, oh, well, there's nothing on. I'll watch that, that NHL game. But... Most of the time, there is something else on, so they're not going to watch it. And that's the people that we need to get on board to make this. A, I'm, I think, in my personal opinion, and I think you'll agree with me, is hockey is the best sport in the world. I mean, it is, it is uh, so much more fun to watch than baseball. And I like going to a baseball game from now and, now and then. I love going and get a beer. I love getting... A hot dog, but for me to sit down at my house and watch a baseball game, well, I'm going to be asleep in about three innings, somewhere around there. I mean, it's gotten a little better now that they got the pitch clock, but I definitely love the sport, and I think it sounds like Charles Barkley loves the sport too, loves the NHL, and I think he wants to see the sport grow, and I think we, I think they're getting there. I think maybe they're working on it, but I think if we got rid of Gary Bettman, I think that would be a positive for this. And I think we need to make way for the future. We need to make way for what this sport is becoming. I mean, you can see it. You've got these guys like Trevor Zegris and the ones that have this high skill level. It's out there, and it's amazing. I I love the high skill stuff. I love... Seeing the high school guys get popped too. I mean, you know, you're going to do it, so you're going to have to pay. I don't like watching people get hurt. 
I I like watching people, you know, if they're getting a little aggressive out there or they're doing something stupid or, you know, showboating, then then you got to get sat down. And that, I think, is okay. And that's why I love the sport of hockey, because that stuff happens. I love the skill. I love the physicality. It's great. You know, I would like to see people not get hurt. I think uh, for a different episode, we could talk about, you know, boarding and stuff like that. I cannot stand boarding. I think it should there. I think it might be a should be a double minor. Always. We could talk about that. Um, Let me know what you guys think. If we should talk about that, I definitely think it should be a double minor. Um, But anyways, I'm kind of I'm kind of rambling here. So I'm going to wrap it up. I'm just going to say, let's look to the future. Let's get somebody younger in there. Let's get somebody that's exciting, that can grow this, grow the NHL more than Gary Bedman has. Let's do it. Let's get it done. And we will see you next week. And that's the end of the game. Mm-hmm.